Welcome to Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. I am your host, Demo. My co-host is Joe Taylor. This is episode 66. It is, and it's almost Halloween by the time you hear this, so we're getting ready for Halloween. We're picking costumes. We're probably just going to go as each other like we do every year, but we'll talk more about Halloween in a minute. But first, you have some bad news. I do, Joe. Go ahead. I already know what it is, but go ahead. Sad news. One of our favorite shows... That we've been really supporting. It had been originally picked up for a fourth and final season. They even shot the first episode. Oh, well, that's news to me right now. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then COVID happened, so they had to scrap it. But, you know, they were promised to come back, and I'm talking about Glow. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Yes, with Mark Marin, Allison Bree. Uh, Betty Gilpin. Yeah, yes. fantastic cast. We thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was, we were excited because, like I said, we knew we were going to get a fourth and final season, but no, COVID came in, and Netflix had decided it's not really worth it, so it is dead. And our only hope at this point is a glow movie to maybe like tie up the loose ends, because there's a lot of loose ends. I'd watch a movie. I'd watch it on Yahoo TV. I'd watch it wherever it goes, Hulu, who knows. Right. Now, I didn't know it was COVID-related. I thought when I found out that it was canceled for season four, number one, I didn't know they'd shot anything already. But number two, I thought, well, there's 15 principal characters. So it had to have been some kind of contract fall apart type of thing. I think it came down to the fact it was still a niche show. Like it really didn't bring in the numbers that they think it deserved. And they used COVID as an excuse. Betty Gilpin did like a whole farewell letter in Vanity Fair about it. It was really funny. You should check it out. She talked about like, you know, it was basically uh, people that wear Afghans or something and monkeys. I forget. She was saying that was the audience. What? and she I know. She said the audience was really small and she understood it, but they were the best audience possible. I, I forget what exactly it was. <laughs> the exact quote is, Glow really only appeal to men in kimonos and women in cat hair who, as far as I'm concerned, are the beating heart of the arts and the reason to keep waking up. It sucks. And I think Netflix doesn't, you know, they're famous for just killing their babies, right? I think darlings, killing their darlings is a little bit more socially acceptable. But yeah, Betty Gilpin did write a eulogy for Glow. She said it's the best job she'll ever have and uh, might be. Probably. I loved this show. Loved it. I'm really sad to see it go. Yep. It sucks. So farewell, Glow. We loved you, but uh, that's showbiz, baby. That's the way the cookie crumbles, right? Yeah. Killing your babies and crumbling cookies. We're getting it all in today. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you kill your babies, though? Isn't that a thing? I, I know. I know. Darling. Kill, I I, yeah, but say... when you're like, well, you're a screenwriter or something or you're an editor, it's like, you got to kill your babies. That's, that's... I, I've heard kill your darlings. Well, I'm going with babies. Yeah. Well, that's, that's how I feel. Hold on, you guys. On just the last episode, your special guest, Jeffrey Johnson, called it killing your babies. However, killing your darlings is just as commonly used. Okay. Let's get into some reviews. First of all, we just talked about Halloween. Yes. 
guess who's got a million picture deal with Netflix? We know Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. The guy just poops money at this point, I'm sure. He's got a new movie out called Hubie Halloween. Yes. It's a genre film. It's a goofball, screwball, slash horror comedy. Uh, Julie Bowen from Modern Family, who is also in Happy Gilmore. The cast is all his staples. <laughs> yeah. right? Rob Schneider's even, in you, it. Yeah, do you need to know who the cast Paul is? Paul no. Blart Mallcop. What's his name? Kevin James. Yeah, of course. Uh, his wife is in it. Yeah. Jackie, of course, and uh, his kids. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I'm the regular sure. cast of characters, Maya Rudolph. He's basically the Wes Anderson of goofball comedies at this point because you know who the cast is before you even go watch the trailer. And you know what you're getting. And you know what you're getting. And you know what? Because he's put out a couple of stinkers. The Ridiculous Six is one of the worst movies. I think it was a zero and a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. It's the worst, one of the worst rated movies of all time. This is exactly what you're getting. It's about a guy who loves Halloween, loves protecting people. He's kind of like a crossing guard. The character that he plays is a little bit Billy Madison, a little bit Bobby Boucher from Waterboy. That affected voice. Yeah, the Jabadoo or whatever. You know, <laughs> I don't even. I don't want to do <laughs> it. I'm not even going to try to do it because it's so. I'm just like, just don't do the voice. I'm well, already. I'm already out when he's when he's the first words out of his mouth, and it's like, <laughs> I'm like, uh-uh, no. I can't. See, I think it's vintage Sandler, which is weird because he's got to be 54 years old by now. But Don't you, know you, Didn't you find this to be a variation on Canteen Boy? Except now he has a thermos. The SNL skit, yes. Canteen okay. Boy, right? Sure. And yeah. instead of a canteen, he's got his like James Bond thermos that has all these gadgets and things on it, right? <laughs> there was a lot of stuff in this movie that was just ridiculous. But I'll tell you what. It was, what was it, PG or PG-13? It wasn't rated R. No. It was family-friendly enough, and it was goofy and funny, and it sort of made sense beginning to end. I mean, you go into this knowing what you're getting. Yeah. And, and if, it's fine. I would I, watch it with, oh you know, I'd God. watch it with my 12-year-old nephew, and it'd be fine. I watched it by myself. I probably wouldn't watch it again, ever. I watched it by myself because I had to review it. The only thing I laughed at was June Squibb's shirts. Okay? <laughs> June Squibb plays his mom, and she gets these ridiculous shirts from, like, I don't know, yard sales or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they yeah, saw yeah, all yeah, these yeah. ridiculous <laughs> off-colored things, and she's oblivious no, to it. No, they're, like, from Spencer Gifts or something. I, that made me laugh. The end. <laughs> I'm done. Okay? Okay, so Ray Liotta's in it. Steve Buscemi, obviously. Maya Rudolph. Tim Meadows. Michael Chiklis, who you love from The Shield. yeah. Uh, June Squibb, you said, George Wallace, Keenan Thompson, Shaq, Ben Stiller. I, yeah. I mean, this is just everything that you think an Adam Sandler Halloween genre movie All would right, be. I'll say this, okay? If this is your thing and you're like, I love old school Adam Sandler ridiculousness, then this is for you. Yeah. But if you're not into it, for the love of God, don't even bother with this. Because it's the same asinine juvenile stuff that he's been doing forever. It's screwball comedy. But, again, it's PG-13, which I appreciate because it's going to resonate with kids. And kids could actually watch this and not learn any new uh, terrible words. Great. Are you literally I think it's a binge. Fine. Take away. Go for it. So that was Hubie Halloween, Netflix original, Adam Sandler, 
Joe says binge. I mean, I don't know why, but I just thought it was cool. Yeah, I don't know okay. why either. All right, over let's get, here. Let's over get here. dark. Let's get into what's been gnawing at my brain for the last week. All right? This is the buzzy show right now. This came recommended to me from listener Nick. Oh, listener Nick. Oh, <laughs> listener Nick. All right? It is Amazon Prime original series, Utopia. This is based on a British cult TV show. So it's a remake. I didn't even know that going in. I thought it was something original. No, it's a remake brought to you by Gillian Flynn, famous for Gone Girl. Right. She's a novelist, and she got into screenwriting. Originally, this show was slated to be on HBO with David Fincher directing it, but I don't know. Something fell through, so it didn't happen. Amazon took the reins, produced it, You're looking at eight episodes, about 44 to 55 minutes each, still, as of this recording, not picked up for a second season. And you know what I say to that? Hallelujah. (laughs) I thought you were going to say good, but yeah, hallelujah is right. I watched about four episodes of this. That's all I could do. Uh I did the whole thing. I should have stopped at four. Now, I was a little worried that you liked this, and I thought this was going to be crazy because all the things that you don't like that I normally do, I thought it was going to be like a reverse, like Bizarro War, like, oh, I didn't mind. It was violent to the point of like, it was disturbing violence. Yeah, you don't need to see some guy getting his eye cut out with a spoon. No. There's plenty of actual stuff going on that's upsetting. You don't need fiction to go even further. And I'll give it credit. I mean, it couldn't be any more zeitgeisty. It's about a pandemic. It's like killing kids. Also, this show was vicious towards children. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, Ugh, kids really get the raw end of the deal in this show. I, I, look, here's who's in it. Get some names, right? John Cusack and uh, Rain Wilson. And then you got a bunch of people that I've never really heard of but seen in things. Time out, because John Cusack and Rain Wilson don't show up to like episode three or four. No, he's in episode one. Cusack's no. in episode one. Yes, he is. Disagree. Both John Cusack and Rain Wilson don't show up until episode two. Look at semantics. Don't watch this show. <laughs> Let's get to the point. Okay, it was just such a downer. And and I thought it was going to be like a, like a fun comic book thing, you know? And it was just like a conspiracy theory. I found it to just be a massive, brutal bludgeoning of my sensibilities. Yeah. And I will say this, it is in the running, and I don't know how I feel about this yet, because I'm still right there from January with Hunter's. The other Amazon show, right? What has been the worst thing so far this year? (laughs) Oh, wow. And Utopia is in the running. It's neck and neck with Hunters right now. And I want to say Sasha Lane. I hadn't seen her anything before. She plays this main character called Jessica Hyde. Mm. I wanted the other characters to kill her. Yeah. I despised, whether it was the way the character was written or the performance or both, I despised it. Everything about this character. Her disgusting rat's nest hair. Just every, Did that bother you? Everything about her. The fact that, I mean, I get that's what they're going for. She's like a feral, you know, creature. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't like anyone in this thing. Nope. Here's the thing about Amazon. When's the last time we saw an Amazon original series that was watchable, let alone good? I'm going to go with Forever from a long time ago. Well, I'm going to go with The Boys. Uh, the boys season one sure and then the john krasinski jack ryan stuff is okay but otherwise it's like if you showed me the show 
and you're like, what network do you think this was on? I'd be like, oh, this is Amazon because there's nobody who's ever worked in television making this thing. It's HBO terrible. was going to do it. And, and HBO got smart and yeah, said no. Exactly. I didn't know that, but that makes perfect sense. This thing, I thought this thing sucked. Yeah, majorly sucked. And I, at the beginning, I was like, okay, give it time. Give it time, man. You know, I, I heard some good things about it from people. And you go on, you go on Twitter, it's like, oh my God, Utopia, what a ride. I can't say enough wonderful things about it. So I'm seeing all these things and I'm like, okay, when is this going to, never does. It is just Oh, God, I, I hated this show. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't have an audience score as of now. Which wow. is, it doesn't. It's been I out looked. for a month. I, there's nothing there. I looked. But with critics, 52%. And I'm betting dollars to donuts right now. I hate that expression that I just used, but I did it anyway. Dollars to donuts. This is not getting picked up for a second season. I'm fine with that. Oh, I'm totally fine with it. I don't want it to. So mm. that's Utopia on Amazon Prime. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. I, I think it, my point has been made of what a pile this is. Purge. Okay, so we agree. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Now, this next thing we haven't really talked about offline. Sometimes we talk about stuff in advance. We didn't really talk about this. No. This is Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis. It's an Apple TV original series. 10 episodes, half an hour each, already renewed for a second season, and that happened after the first five days of its release. Okay, quick question. What's the most boring sport in the world? Soccer! Yeah, guess what this show's about? A British soccer team. Yeah, British soccer, even worse, Uh, because they play like all hours of the day over there. I thought this was going to suck, suck, suck. And by the way, I was a four-year varsity letterman in soccer. Played you were? Soccer. Yeah. What, what position did you play? Goalie. You were a goalie? And I played year-round. I played club and I played indoor. I played all, seriously all year-round. There you I go cannot, again, wowing I, me. Yeah, just weird stuff. I cannot stand to watch soccer on television. I can't either. I can't either. I don't understand the sport. I don't understand any of it. Wait, I was you don't just, understand the sport that you played for how long? I was just happy to be on the team. I don't know how. But you're le- the goalie. Yeah, but you got to talk- understand something about the game. Well, here's what I don't understand. You got the NBA, right? You got five on five. Guys are throwing the ball ten feet in the air into a tiny hoop a hundred times. Okay. Then you have soccer. Eleven guys can't hit the actual broadside of a barn more than once or twice tops. So I there's a lot of stuff I don't understand. But I played goalie. I was not bad. Okay, great. Anyway, I don't watch it. Thought this was going to suck. I do like Jason Sudeikis, mm-hmm. so I gave it a chance. Now, this also came from Bill Lawrence. Yes. He worked on Scrubs. Yep. He's done some Muppet stuff, which, I mean, I'm, I, he had me at Muppet stuff. He also worked on Spin City. He's, he's produced a lot of stuff that I really like. So when I looked into it a little bit, I was like, I'm going to give this thing a chance. Binged it in less than 48 hours. Me and my girlfriend watched it. She was like, Jason Sudeikis, I don't like his face. I'm like, what do you like about Jason Sudeikis' face? So she was like, I don't know. I said, look, we'll watch one episode, and if you like it, all right, we'll go further. We watched everything except the last two episodes in one night. I mean, Um, we we saved two for the next day. And we just got so into it. And this show, now let me ask you a question. Yeah. This show was not about soccer. No, not at all. It was about what? Relationships. No? I was going to say kindness. Kindness, being a good person. Yeah. Yep. This show was was moving. 
Yes. I did not yeah, I expect. Know. I was I like, know. what am I watching? It's it's uplifting and positive and optimistic and just what you want to watch right now. And it's got a strange good mix of American and British humor. Yeah. Because you got Sudeikis. He's a fish out of water. He's like He was like a, a wacky college football coach. And he gets hired to take over this team that this uh, a rich British woman now owns from her husband that she divorced. It was his team. She got the team in the divorce. She sort of wants to do a major league thing with well, she it. She wants to tank it. She, yeah. Like you saw major league. That was the sure, whole thing, right? That's the same premise. So same premise as major league in a way, but it goes in a, a really fun direction. Now, don't think this is a knee slapper though. This isn't like, oh my God, it's so hilarious. You know, my, my sides, they're just killing me. I can't. It's more just like uplifting and feel good than hilarious, wouldn't you say? There, there was some, yeah, but there's some good jokes. Oh, there's in some it too. great jokes in. There's some great jokes in. And I do want to say the supporting cast, though. Okay, interesting. Hannah Waddingham, and I'm like Hannah Waddingham. I've never seen this person before in my life, or have I? Have you? I have. She was the evil Septa in Game of Thrones that tortured Cersei and made her do the walk of shame. 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 Right? All right. And so I'm, sure, I'm, yeah, sure. I know that's exciting. What, what do you want me to add I'm just to saying, this? Like, like, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, it's like, what? That's that person? So it's kind of like a, a little surprise. If you didn't know, if you watched the show and didn't know who she was, that's where you'd seen her before. Then it's got okay. a bunch of other people that are good, but I really want to uh, single out Juno Temple. The girlfriend of the star player, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is great. Yeah. Well, I'm, I was looking up someone else. The, the supporting cast for this, the, the the third through sixth person on the call sheet are all incredible. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of the assistant coach, um, which I thought was Jeremy Swift, but Jeremy Swift played the English guy who was the assistant to the owner. But anyway, whatever. The, the Brendan third- Hunt. Brendan Hunt. Yes. Who I think was also a producer, right? He was. Okay. Yes. Before we get any further yeah. or wrap it up wherever we are, do you know where this came from? This character? NBC Sports. Yes. It was just a marketing ploy for their Premier League. It was a commercial or something? It was a commercial. And they, they made did, a they whole did series. They promos and they made a whole series out of it because I think Sadekas liked the character so much. I mean, let's sum it up. They took it in a direction and really made some meat out of this thing. This is a fantastic story, and like you said, it's inspiring, it's uplifting, and it's all about kindness and how far kindness can go. It's infectious. Yeah. I mean, think about how he changes the entire outlook of the team to everybody loving each other. Yeah. Also, one quick thing, there's a very small role from Keely Hazel. Now, guys, if you don't know who Keely Hazel is, Google her. Is she a porno person or something? Well, she was a a, a topless model in Britain. <laughs> okay. Hey, but I, she's okay. got a small part. And the funny thing is, like, <laughs> one day I was on Instagram seeing my friend Bert, his stuff, and he's like, this girl looks familiar. And I'm like, hey, Bert, who is this person in your picture? Oh, that's my friend Keely. And I'm like, Hazel? He goes, yeah, you know her? And I'm like, Yeah. I know her. She goes, oh, she's great. She's super cool. I'm like, well, that's good to know, Bert. So are you looking okay. at her right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so if you don't remember Maxim and FHM magazine, you won't know what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, she's she's uh, easy on the eyes. Good for her. Also, Rotten Tomatoes score, critics 87%, audience 98 
Yeah, I looked it up today and it was 88.98, so it's even getting better. But this show's worth every second of your time. Listen, we do this stupid podcast so that we can tell people about shows that are awesome that they wouldn't have otherwise watched. I would not have ever watched the show if we weren't doing this podcast. I'm so glad I did. I wouldn't have watched it either. I also want to give a shout out to listener Megan who suggested it. It was her recommendation. Thank you, Megan. Well, I think she recommended it to you and then you mentioned it to me or something. Yes. What do you say? Ted Lasso, Apple TV original series, major binge. Awesome. I got to tell you, last couple weeks I've been like in the bummer department about shows. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. is there anything? Is there anything lately? So this was a good little reminder of like why we do the show, like you said. But it's also like, oh my God, I'm finally watching something that's enjoyable. Not making me have to like, you know, overthink it either. You know, you can just watch this and enjoy it. Plain and simple. And it will make you feel good. That's why we do this, man, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. And to tell you to stay away from Utopia. Uh, Yeah. Do not watch Utopia. Okay, so what else? you got to recap. I, I know this show that you love so much. Yes. Came out with season two. Go ahead. I'm going to go outside. All right, I'll go. Okay. Go start now, smoking. a few episodes ago, I started an early review of The Boys season two on Amazon. And I said how it was not great. I have now finished it. All eight episodes are out there for you to watch. And I can say it got better, but nowhere near as good as season one. Episodes six, seven, and eight finally got some of their mojo back. The narrative cleaned itself up and it ended on a good note. However, it's taking itself too seriously. I'll say the season was fine. And I know that's not a, a, a ringing endorsement to say the season was fine, but it was. The big standout still are Anthony Starr as Homelander. He's the reason to watch it. Am I coming back for season three? Absolutely. I'm going to watch this till it's over. It's not a thing where I'm like, oh no, it sucks now. I'm giving up on it. I'm in it to the end. Is there going to be a season three? Do we oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. I read okay. an interview right. with right. uh, Eric Kripke, the EP on it. And he said, oh yeah, we're ha- it's happening. It's full speed ahead. One other thing. They say Homelander is hiding out in a cabin in Rochester. And I'm like, oh, is he now? Whoever said that is Rochester, New York has never been there because it was the middle of nowhere and it's a city. It's my hometown. You're from there. Or something, I'm from yeah. there. And they go, I got excited. I'm like, ooh, a cabin in Rochester. I'm like, cabin in Rochester, though. Is that your mom's house? Maybe? It is. At my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's living in your mom. He's sleeping in your mom's bed. <laughs> hey, she could use it, right? Yeah. Sleeping is in quotations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, look at I know, like I said, I reviewed it early on saying it wasn't that great. It's still not that great. Okay, I'm going to say it's a light binge. Okay, I just want to point out before yeah. I hit the clapping button. Yeah. Number one, I watched all of season one. I thought it was good. Yep. Not really my thing, but it was good. Uh, kind of a Sopranos-esque. Like, when stuff happened, it happened. Yeah. Um, and I liked that. Season two, I started watching, and I just uh, I have other stuff to do. Season two is rated thirteen points higher on Rotten Tomatoes than season one. Yeah, I know. I don't get it. I'm sorry. Those those critics are wrong. There are a lot of people that loved it. I know, but I know several of my friends that haven't finished it. They're still waiting. Oh, I'll get I'll get back to it. I think that's the fault of it being released weekly. 
Maybe they need to go back and release it all at once and you can do okay. it as a binge. Maybe that'll help. Maybe yeah. keep the narrative going because I think the week-to-week drop-off lost a lot of people. I think you're onto something. I'm a proponent of the weekly release, but in this case, I don't know. I, I think it was to its detriment. Yeah. I will say that uh, Aaron Moriarty just, I mean, come on. You love her. I just, I can't. Anyway, what did you say? I said, uh, what did I say? It's a light binge. So that's The Boys Season 2 on Amazon Prime. You love talking about The Boys. It's like the 20th time we've talked about this show. Wait, it was my favorite show from last year. I know. And you can't, if you have a smart TV, you cannot turn it on and not be flooded with ads for this show. So I imagine everyone's seen it by now. Uh, anything you're looking forward to? Uh, by the time you hear this, probably the first episode of The Mandalorian will be available on Disney+. Plus. Season 2. Season 2. I'm just curious whether they're going to do, like, standalone episodes again, like the first season, where it's kind of like, you know, the Rifleman. Like, every week is like a little thing, and then there's like a light arc to the show. I'd prefer if they go, like, a big arc where all the episodes are interconnected. As opposed to like these one-offs that they kind of did. To me, that didn't work for me. There's a lot of things that did not work in The Mandalorian for me. But enough things did. Well, there's only one thing that had to work. Oh, baby Yoda. The child. The child. Maybe we'll find (laughs) out that it's, you know, what its real name is or whatever. But I mean, even if they give it a real name... It's still going to be Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's like when the when the NFL guys are like, yeah, we're looking at our iPad. They're like clearly like Microsoft Surface tablets, and they're branded everywhere on the sideline says Microsoft Surface. And they're like, yeah, we were watching the game film on the iPads, and it's like, oh, God. What, they're just wasting their money. So trying to rebrand Baby Yoda as the child, it's just stop. Anything you buy, any merchandise, I have a stuffed animal. <laughs> you gotta, will you bring it next time? I'll bring it next okay, time, okay. yes. And uh, it's called The Child when you buy it. It's like yeah. The Mandalorian, The Child. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay, whatever. We know it. Have is. fun with that. Yeah, seriously, will you bring it? That's hilarious. Okay. I will. Okay. I will, for sure. You looking um, forward to anything? Yeah, I am. There's a bunch of Apple stuff uh by the time that we record our next episode that sophia coppola movie with bill murray and rashida jones will be out on apple tv so that'll be cool uh, we mentioned last week borat 2 i think is coming straight to prime or something mm-hmm. a couple other things i just saw the trial of the chicago 7 came out uh haven't watched it but i imagine one or both of us will watch that yep there's some good stuff coming out there is also Lovecraft Country. Just going to dabble. Just quick. Okay. Okay. It just finished its final episode on HBO. This was a show that for me, I was really interested in at the beginning. It had a lot of potential. And for me, it just completely nosedived after the second episode. I stuck with it for a little bit. Then I bailed. And it was a huge disappointment for me. I did turn it on now and then. So I've probably seen parts of every episode. And like I said, I watched the last 40 minutes of the final and it came to the point where I was like, "Ah, I really didn't miss anything. So a big disappointment for me from HBO. I know it has a big fan base. I know a lot of people really got into it. It just didn't work for me. I thought it was overwrought and a little bit pretentious. Okay. That's not really a full review because I don't want to give a full review of a show that I sort of just dabbled with, you know? Well, I gave up on it. So, I mean, here, here we go. Okay, there you go. Good enough. All right. 
show recap, sucked. Joe. Recap. Okay, okay, recap. We're sad Glow's gone because it was amazing. Um, we're not exactly sure why it's gone, but it's gone, and that's that's too bad. Hubie Halloween. If you have kids and you want to watch a fun Halloween movie that throws back to uh, Waterboy and a little bit of uh, Billy Madison, that's what it is. If and you have kids and you want to keep them stupid. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. It's PG-13. It's fun. It, it is what it is. Utopia on Amazon run as fast and as far away as you can from this thing. And by the way, Amazon stick to shipping packages because your TV original shows have been garbage day in and day out, except for forever. And uh, the Jack Ryan thing is okay. And the boys. And the, oh, yeah, and the boys. There's and the boys. stuff there. And the boys, but barely. What was that weird show uh, out in the middle? Upload. No, no. Upload we liked. Upload was good, yeah. Right? There's stuff. What was that one that put us to sleep, though? Tales from the Loop. Oh, my God. Oh. Right? Oh. That was on Prime as well. Yeah. Look, it's hit or miss on Prime. I don't think it's a disaster like you say. It's it's 40% good shows, and Netflix, I feel like, is 65% good shows. All right. But here's the real shining star of this episode. Apple TV Plus, Ted Lasso, do the 30-day trial. Watch this freaking show. It's so good. It'll get you in such a good mood, and it'll make you want to be kind to other people. And forget that it's about soccer. They almost I think it's show... the best thing Jason Sudeikis has ever done. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite Apple TV shows, besides maybe the morning show. Hmm. But it's so uplifting and so good. Uh, you got to watch it. Yep. Everyone should watch Ted Lasso. Uh, the Boys season two. Demo says nah. No, I said yeah. Not yeah. I said yeah. There's a why at the second one. Okay, well, excuse me. Not near. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we're looking forward to some more Disney Plus stuff. Some of the other streamers are getting into some big stuff in the next couple months. Apple, Disney, they're coming out with big stuff. Right. So Speaking of right, the right stuff. Go on. That's coming to Disney Plus. Uh Uh-huh. It's a a long remake of a three-hour movie from 1983. You've seen it, right? Um, You never saw the right stuff? Is that like... It's about the space program. Philip Kaufman directed it. It was okay. up for Best Picture. Okay. 1983. It's a big, huge movie. Yeah, I was dead then. I know. Anyway, I'm just curious because it's a it's a very popular movie at the time. You know, it's a well-made movie. I'm trying. I'm interested to see what they've done because it was based on a book. So they're going back and basing it on the book again. You know. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> there, there you go, folks. Hey, we're looking forward to a lot of stuff, but uh, you know, we're looking forward to suggestions. Please, yeah. like I said, we wouldn't have I would not have found Ted Lasso without a suggestion from a listener. So thank you. Yeah, and I probably wouldn't have watched it if you didn't tell me about it. So thank you. Uh was it Megan? Yep. Okay. Email us please. Binge or purge podcast at gmail.com. Facebook slash binge or purge. Instagram at binge or purge podcast. Twitter at binge or purge. What's your cell phone number? 310 something? Okay. Just get a hold. Yeah. Get a hold of us, please, because we love the suggestions. We love it when you tell us that we're wrong, even though that you're wrong. And we love it when you tell us that we're right. So uh, help us out. Uh, Where can they find the show, Demo? YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play. Tell the friends. Tell the friends. We're trying to expand here. New markets. Yeah. Okay, new new markets. And we have a couple of, I think, really exciting things coming up before the end of the year, which we can't talk about yet. 
this is news to me, so I'm excited. No, you're, you know, you already know. <laughs> okay, I know, I know. There's I know. well, first we have the binges and purges coming up. We do. Now people were saying, "Where's your binges and purges? You did them with the Emmys." Yeah, we we scrapped that this year. We're just doing our binges and purges at the end of the year, so it'll be our our uh, year end finale. Will be the binges and purges. So you start thinking about what you liked and didn't like so far this year because they're coming up quick. Yeah, and we'll do the thing where we take calls. Remember we took uh, messages and we played the messages and stuff? Yes, we're going to take those for the binges and purges yeah, yeah. this year. Uh, so we'll do that. We also have, I think, at least one, maybe two cool interviews coming again between now and then. So stay tuned. We can't say what yet because we're not sure, but hang in there. It's going to get better, we promise. Yep. As always, we want to thank Just The Facts. You can follow Just The Facts on Instagram at the Jesse Greer. That's Jesse with a Y. Thanks, Jess. So for Joe Taylor, my name is Demo. This has been Binger Purge Streaming Reviews. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Cool.